Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, Real Sports fam? Welcome to episode 13 of the Real Underscore Sports Podcast, a Snapchat sports pod. On this lucky number 13 episode, we're talking Heisman, we're talking NBA 2K and Madden NFL ratings, and of course, answering the Real Sports fam Monday mailbag questions. Let's get it. Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Curry, way downtown! Bang! Bang! Gives it to Jenkins for the championship! What's going on, Real Sports fam? It's your host, Jack Settleman from Real Underscore Sports on Snapchat, a 1 million follower Snap Sports page. Give it a follow if you haven't. And with me is my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, how are you doing? Uh, not well. I, I just need football to start. These past couple days since we last recorded, nothing, re- no really big news. An okay open championship. Didn't really see a great Sunday with Shane Lowry. But I just need football, man. College in a few weeks, NFL shortly after. Yeah, I mean, the golf today was not good. Um, it's just time. It, it really is time for football. Uh, we're seven Sundays away from the NFL. We're a couple weeks from uh, NFL preseason. We're a few weeks away from college football. It's coming, but it cannot come soon enough. I know that for sure. We are in, we are in big mock draft season with fantasy. Yes, we are. And fantasy, so our NFL preview, we are going to do shortly, hopefully on Thursday. And we'll throw some uh, we'll throw some fantasy in there as well. But let's start with college football because that's coming up way sooner. Uh, and let's talk Heisman. So you have the obvious front runners. You have Trevor Lawrence, Clemson. He led them to a national championship. There's no reason why he shouldn't be high up there. You have Tua back at Alabama. I mean, he was he was the overwhelming favorite before Kyler came out of nowhere. Uh, the only reason Trevor Lawrence was in the combo last year was because Kelly Bryant started the year. You have Adrian Martinez at Nebraska. And then uh, you kind of have a whole host of players. And my pick to win the Heisman is my boy, Sammy Ellinger, from the University of Texas. Uh, I think that Texas, I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it during with our With no bias, with no bias, right? There's a little bias to it, but I think okay. it's genuine biases. Uh, I think our schedule sets up perfectly for an 11 and one season, including a Big 12 championship. And the only the only way you go 11 and one is by winning a lot of games, which you need. You need to be a quarterback to win the Heisman uh, for the most part, and you need to put up those big numbers, which is obviously the Big 12 lends to that factor. You have Kyler last year, Baker. Um, it's just a really good situation for Sam. He's a dual threat. A lot of people like to compare him to Tebow. He has a lot of the media all over him because we're a huge school. And he's wanted to be Texas's quarterback since literally since birth. Like there's baby pictures with him in it. And I know these are all like weird things to throw in on top. But you know it's it's a media award as much as a performance award. And I think not only will Sam put up the numbers, have a great team, 
but it'll have all those extra add-ons to it. So that's where my pick is coming from. Yeah. So Jack, your your Heisman pick really has no value to me, um, and it shouldn't to the listeners because you you did go to the University of Texas. You do talk blasphemy in regards to their football program as well as their other sports. That's just not um, true at all. I'm actually no. the most negative about our program until this year. But anyways, continue. Dude, before before the last year even ended, you were predicting Texas to the playoff yeah. this year. Oh, anyway, whatever. Okay. So you pick Sam Ellinger. Ellinger what, what the hell's his name? Yeah, uh, Sammy, Sammy E. Ugh, that's a shit name. Um, but then in your explanation, you were talking about past Big 12 quarterbacks that have won the Heisman. Um, most notably Baker Mayfield, you mentioned, you mentioned Kyler Murray, but what do those two have in common? They both won the Heisman in back-to-back years at Oklahoma. Who's the Oklahoma quarterback now? Oh, right. It's the guy that transferred from Alabama, Jalen Hurts, who had a 24 and two record when he was there and just got unlucky in the fact that Tua came on and was just out of this world godly. And people just kind of forgot about Jalen Hurts. Um, he would come in during garbage time after Tua would get up 50 points. But in that time, he had 73% of his passes completed, 197 efficiency rating, and almost five yards on the on the ground per carry. And now he transfers to a program like Oklahoma, where, as you've said, two past Heisman winners, with a coach like Lincoln Riley, who has shown the ability to be able to play in different styles of offense. Like Kyler won the Heisman in an offense that was predicated around mostly him running. Baker was with his arm for the most part. And you have a winner's mentality, an experienced guy. And I think people forget that in that SEC championship game against Georgia, where Tua had them down 28-14. You remember that? Yep. I granted they granted they probably would have gotten the playoff regardless, but it would have stirred the pot a little bit. But Jalen Hurts came in once everyone forgot about him, down 14, led Alabama to an SEC championship game victory. And I, I don't understand why people just forget how good he was and discredit the fact that now he's going to a program that's that breeds Heisman winners as of late. Well, this is this is the caveat. So like I talked about with you need the media and you need all of that. And he, he could have that at Oklahoma. But I think that they're not going to be the best team in the Big 12, which the past two Heisman winners have been. Like I only see a drop off, even if he's excellent. And they lost four starting offensive linemen, which is that's the big difference. Baker and Kyler could kind of create their own offense by getting away from pressure. But Jalen just doesn't have that quite ability. Uh, the defense will be more improved, but they won't be special. I just don't see them being a playoff team. And I think in the new playoff format, you really pretty much need to make the playoff. So I Did I'm, you listen to a word I said about Jalen Hurts and what he did? Yeah, he five yards he can't evade pressure, but he is five yards um per carry last year yeah, when he that, that's because he's running behind literally a team that breeds offensive linemen and has first round picks on the regular and they just lo- Oklahoma just lost all that Alabama had it plus Alabama had the defense 24 and 2 you know at Alabama that means nothing to me because uh, th- there were so many crappy quarterbacks just <laughs> yeah, credit everything Alabama does I'm I'm not I'm discrediting what Jalen Hurts does and why I mean, he got benched. He, he's a winner. He, he's a winner and then came and improved he's again. A winner. And name, now you're talking about how you don't name think a losing, will, Name a losing quarterback at Alabama in the past 10 years. You can't. They don't lose. It doesn't matter who's behind center. And they've had some trash cans behind center. Jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah, NFL trash cans, but people that ball in college. Like I'm, You can't take away what they're doing just because it's Alabama. 
I'm not taking away what Alabama is doing. I'm taking away what their quarterbacks are doing and saying anyone can do that. And you're trying to compare him to two number one picks, which is just, I mean, is Jalen Hurts anywhere near? I've played my fair share of flag football with you in our life. You think you could do it? Do what? Win a Heisman? I mean, you're talking anyone can do it at Alabama, so it doesn't matter who's under center. I'm talking that a lot of players can win games with the best skill players and defense and head coach in the country, and Jalen Hurts will get exposed. I'm not saying he'll be bad. I just think they'll finish 9-2 and two or 9-3, and three and they won't make the playoff, and it won't be enough. I don't know, he man. Won't, I don't, I don't he won't be the best quarterback in the country. I on how good Oklahoma's going to be this year. Like They're still probably the favorite to come out of the Big 12 as usual. Yeah, and you will learn quickly as to why it will be Texas. All right, we'll find out. Anyways, moving towards the NFL a little, the Madden ratings came out this uh, past week, and we'll start with the team ratings. I know you're going to be excited about it, Um, and I don't hate that the Eagles were number one overall with an 89 because I think their O-line and D-line is really good. They have the skill players. Wentz, you know, rated highly. He actually got a horrible quarterback rating. Um, But let me just read off a few of the top teams. So Eagles were number one, 89. Cowboys 288, Packers 87, Patriots 87, Saints 87, Falcons 86, Colts 86, Rams, Super Bowl champs were 2, 4, 6, 8 at 85, Chargers 85. Um, Some notable ones, my Ravens were in 81. Wait, wait, Jack, back up, back up. You just called the Rams Super Bowl champs. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Super Bowl uh, attendees. Losers. Losers. Yeah, losers. Whatever, 8th, and they're in 85. My Ravens are in 81. The, my, the Browns are two higher than them, 83. Seahawks, 81. Last is the Dolphins at a 74. Your playoff sleeper, the Raiders, at an 80. My playoff sleeper, the Jags, at a 79. Uh, what, were your, what, were, what was your reaction to – I'll give you mine first, actually. The Cowboys being an 88 is Brutal. hysterical. Brutal. I mean – how does that even happen? Like we're talking the elites of the elites in this top realm looking at, and then the Cowboys slip into number two. I think that's the first time I ever heard you call a team that I rooted for elite. The elite of the elite, might I add. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what did I say? You said you have all these elite of the elites at the top of the ratings, well, and then you have the Dallas Cowboys. Well, yeah, you do have the elite teams in the top row. I'm like, I mean. Not necessary. Falcons eighty six. Even though I, I bottom think bottom line really is you good. called the Eagles elite. We have that on. Record. I said their O line and D line is elite. I'm I'm curious what Wentz does, but all right, that's a nice spin because you bla- very blatantly and our our listeners are going to hear it that you just said the Eagles are the elite of the elite. But anyway, um, my re- initial reaction to the Eagles being the top team, um, I didn't have a reaction because it was expected. We are the best team in the NFL. We are the deepest team in the NFL. We're deep at every position. If you had to pick a hole for us, maybe linebacker depth, maybe safety depth. But overall, top to bottom, I think we're the best team, especially um, Carson's looking healthy, um, looking great in training camp. And I think he returns to that that form from two years ago where he was the clear-cut MVP before he went down. Dallas being second is absolutely abysmal um, with Dak Prescott as their quarterback. They, I, guess, I have a feeling that Randall Cobb is going to be like, somehow rated what he was in like, I don't know, 2013 and be like sick in this game. And maybe that's what bolstered <laughs> their ratings. Um, but I think these ratings are a lot of clickbait, you know, just like talking about have get people talking about the game. 
Well, the NBA and NFL, yes, both. It seems like they're very clickbaity. Maybe Madden even more than 2K because some of the Madden ratings. I mean, let's let's just move. Well, let's not move on to quarterbacks first. Let me just give you my thoughts. From looking at the list, I think we're going to have a very fun and competitive season. Like, I don't see any team being like super, super good. And besides maybe the Dolphins, Giants, and Cardinals, I don't see any team being really, really bad. The Jets are the fifth worst on this list, and I think the Jets could get to seven or eight wins. I think the Bills will make a lot of teams struggle. I think the Lions with Stafford, you never know. I think the Bengals won't be abysmal. So I'm just excited for this season, honestly. I mean, that's that's the NFL in general. It's always been the league with the most parity where anything can happen. Yeah. Um, so always, it's just like a matter of just like it's really it's it's 100% the hardest league to win in yeah. because of all the game plan that goes in and just in general football is a sport but there's like some crazy ratings on here like Kansas City is an 84 yeah. but Atlanta as an 86 like what sense does that make I, Atlanta coming off a 7 and 9 year last year well Atlanta dealt with a lot of injuries and I actually think Atlanta rebounds and could potentially steal that division that from division's the always that division's anyone's game any year yeah, they literally – I think – I don't know if the Saints won two straight years, but before that, for 10 years straight, there was a different division winner. That was the same with you guys, right? Dude, it still is. still is. How many yeah, years like, running, do you know? It has to be back to the early 2000s. It's It's been crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Did that make you nervous? Oh, you didn't even win the division, did you? <laughs> no, you guys won were a playoff game, card. didn't win the division. Right? Got a second-place schedule. Yeah. All is good in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's underrated. Um, I I think – so let's talk quarterbacks real quick. I think for me – so the top 10 rated out is Mahomes 97, Brady 96, Rivers 94, Breeze 92, Luck 92, Wilson 91, Rodgers 90, Matt Ryan 89, Roethlisberger 85, Cam 84. Some other notables on the list, Baker 83, Wentz down at 82, Dak Prescott 81, and then the baby goat, 76. He's pretty much the lowest of all the starters. <laughs> He's above like a, a Flacco, Darnold, Josh Allen, Ryan Fitzpatrick. But that's about it. Um, but have no doubts. You know he, he's a great pick in Madden because the dual threat in Madden is just always amazing to play with. But for me, having Rivers at 94 over Wild. Breeze, Wild. Rogers, Luck, and Wilson seems aggressive to me. Well, Rodgers Rogers is interesting. Um, I think it's kind of like the Carson thing. Like people haven't seen, people know how good they are, but haven't seen like yeah, Rogers. Rogers played last year. Like no, he played, but he missed the playoff two straight years. Like yeah. I don't know. I feel like people are so hype on like the Colts and the Chargers as a team, and that's why you see Luck and Rivers ahead of like an Aaron Rodgers. But like. How the hell is Baker Mayfield ahead of Carson Wentz? Like, how many games has he played in his I career? actually don't hate that. Oh, my God. Baker looked – all right. Well, th- these are the things you have to take into account. Uh, Baker looked special last year. He was a rookie. He's supposed to improve. And if you want to actually talk Baker versus Carson, what was Carson's jump in year two? Wasn't that his MVP season? So you're banking on ba- – the ratings are backed by other past sophomore seasons? No, no, no. I'm saying you have a guy coming off a torn whatever. He's been injury prone. I think he's a good arm talent, but you said it yourself. He did not look very mobile, which is a big part of Carson's game. And then Baker, he made a lot of really strong throws last year. So I'm going to assume his arm power and his accuracy are up. 
I think the guy sandwiched in between them is Deshaun Watson. That's disrespectful to him. He's below Jared Goff. I would take Deshaun Watson on my team literally every single day of the week before I had whoa, a Jared whoa, whoa. Goff. Jared, I mean, I'm not a Jared Stop. Goff guy in general, but I'm not, no, no, listen, I'm not a Jared Goff guy in general, but like the guy did go to a Super Bowl. Like that holds some credibility in terms of your rating. Okay, but are if they had Deshaun Watson, they probably win the Super Bowl. Like, if you want to argue something, Baker Mayfield being ahead of Deshaun, I mean, that's a hot take, the whole Deshaun Watson Super Bowl thing. Um, I, I mean, it would have been one game, but I people don't understand how good Deshaun is. He plays behind yeah, he, the worst offensive line in the league, and half the season he's just working on getting out of the if, pocket to make a throw. Like, like I said with Carson, if you want to talk about someone that should be below Deshaun Watson, it's Baker Mayfield. Like, yeah. If you're going to argue that that he, Carson should be above or Baker should be above Carson, there's no reason to show him Watson. All right, here's another here's another one low on the list that actually is laughable. Matt Stafford, 79. People above him: Marcus Mariota, Andy Dalton, Derek Carr. What? I mean, Stafford's pretty bad, dude. What? Stafford's a good quarterback. He's just never had literally anything around him. And the year you, that's where a lot of these ratings are based off is the team around them. That's why a guy like no, Baker. No, so these ratings are based mostly just on their personal attributes. I think it has to do with their success. But um, how is he behind a Mariota and Dalton? You're telling me those guys are better than him? I don't know. I mean, it's also weird to see, like, I don't think he's that good either. I don't think he can throw the ball. But, like, a Mitch Trubisky who went to the playoffs and Dude, had a I don't know if we can year. even talk about Mitch. There's so many people who think Mitch is, like, the truth. And the Bears fans think they're, like, NFC championship bound. When we do our NFL preview, it's going to be ugly because I, I have them falling off big time. Wait, Mitch Trubisky, he went to a playoff game last year and is behind a guy, Alex Smith, who might not ever play again. Yeah, but – Alex Smith, it's like the NBA ratings, which we'll, we'll talk about. KD uh, is like a 96, and he's not playing next year. Let's no, talk. He might not let, play ever. Let's talk running backs and wideouts really quickly. Gurley, 97. Zeke, 94. Le'Veon, 92. Melvin Gordon, 92. Saquon, 91. Christian McCaffrey, 91. Kamara is a 90. Gurley is a 97 coming off. I mean, I don't even know what's going with him. The Rams keep lying straight to our faces and saying he's going to be fine. He's clearly not fine. They drafted a running back high in the draft. Um, I think Saquon and McCaffrey are absolute studs. They're my top two for fantasy this year. Uh, and then Kamara, now that he has the full backfield with Mark Ingram in Baltimore, like that seems low to me. But the running backs are pretty solid in the NFL right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally think that Saquon – Purely as a talent standpoint, obviously forget what they're doing. Like, why should he be behind like Le'Veon when Le'Veon sat out a year? Yeah, um, I think I think Saquon is probably the best running back in the NFL. But like, you got to earn yeah. your stripes to get that top it's, Madden rating, obviously. <laughs> and like, I'm sure in, in maybe right. even next year or the year after, he'll be the preseason highest ranked running back. I think he's the most talented in the NFL. I think in terms of Madden ratings, the top two makes sense. Um, and then I would put in Saquon. But yeah, then you have that. I mean, I don't like Kareem Hunt at ninety. I would love to see. I think Kamara is better than him. Above um, McCaffrey, I like where McCaffrey's rated. Honestly, he's really yeah, running back. Good. It's like crazy. Like if you're in like a ten team fantasy league, like nine of them might be running backs to go to the first. Like I've done a couple mocks where there's been seven, eight, nine running backs drafted in the first round. It's wild. Can I? So you know my stance on running backs and how I think you should never pay them a lot of money or draft them high in the draft. 
Right. This stat is crazy. I saw it today. Running backs with 16 or more rushing attempts in 10 or more games last year. So think about that concept, right? Like how many would you guess there were? Running backs who huh? It's running backs who had 16 carries in a game and then like did in 10 or more games last year. Like not that many. One. Literally one running back. Uh, I think I believe it was David Johnson. Um or sorry, it was Zeke. It was Zeke, but yeah, it was not David Johnson had a bru- and where is he ranked on this, by the way? 87? Yeah. Like he's really good. He just had a was getting the was never catching the ball out of the backfield and just being thrown up the middle for up the run carries against the worst with the worst offensive line in football. I think yeah. he's gonna have a big year, honestly, with Kingsbury. He is, and with Kyler, they're gonna be an explosive offense. Right, I agree. There were four 99s in all of Madden. Three were defensive players, and one was on offense. His name was DeAndre Hopkins. He's a 99. AB with the Raiders, 98. Julio, 98. OBJ, 96. Michael Thomas, 95. Ty Freak, 94. Thielen, 94. Diggs, 93. Devontae Adams, 92, who has uh, the third most touchdowns in the past three years, FYI. Mike Evans, 91. T.Y. Hill, 91. AJ Green, 90. Some other notables. Juju is an 88, your boy Alshon an 87. They probably dinged him a few for uh, for blowing an entire season. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Deshaun Jackson, 85, that seems a bit high, and just some love for him going back to Philly. Um, I could try to find a Ravens wide Oh, there's your boy, <laughs> Brandel Cobbs, an 80. I am scrolling. I am scrolling. There we are. Willie Sneed, the fourth, a 78, the top Ravens running or wide receiver. Hollywood Brown, 77. Um, so we talked about it. I said OBJ is the top wide out. I think, who'd you say was the top wide out? Julio? No, I said D Hop. Oh, D Hop. All right. Well, Madden agrees with you. Uh, I kind of smart, actually smart, think more people over there. I think the smart people, after you said, they just do this for uh, people to talk about the game. Uh, I kind of am cool with a lot of these ratings, to be honest. The only one I might bump up is like Michael Thomas. is He's freaking elite. He had some crazy good games last year. Yeah, so I, I said that D-Hop was probably the best receiver in um, football, and Madden agreed with me. But then those but next four that you named, A.B., Julio, Odell, and Michael Thomas – I can literally make a case for all four of them that they're the second best. So, I mean, obviously you can't rate all four of them the same, but like, I really do think they should. I I think it's a pick them out of who's better out of those four. I would have said, I could totally see, obviously I'm in agreement. I think it's a week by week thing for who's second, but I, the only thing I would have done is bumped OBJ up to a 97 and Thomas a 96. I think at this point, because OBJ's stats lacked with Eli, I, I can see him below those two. And Michael Thomas, he had one great year. He has to prove it again, like you said, Ernest Stripe. So I don't hate where the ratings are on that. Let's, uh, let's swing real quick to... Who's M- low? We, wait, before we move on, yeah. Devontae Adams is low. Well, they have him below Tyreek Hill, Thielen, and Diggs. I don't know about that. Well, it's it's in large part to they give a lot of credit to Rodgers for all those touchdowns, but he's gonna get the 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 um, respect he deserves eventually, especially this year because I think they're gonna be really good. His speeds in in eighty nine in the game that probably is a big part to do with it. I think it's a combination of. 
who gets credit for a player's success. I think it's, you know, just their overall standing in the media. And then it comes down to what they got in each category on Madden. I'm sure there's some formula that cooks it up. Um, Bro, have you, seen, have you seen the people that just stand on the sidelines with their Madden jackets? It's like yeah. player analysis or something like that. Yeah, like that's the greatest job, job ever. It's like it's like Madden skills evaluator or something. Oh, something you're, crazy. You're like watching that. a game and you're just like looking online for stats. You don't <laughs> you, you don't do anything. Yeah. All right. Official top players in NBA 2K. We're not going to get into the nitty gritty with like rookies and all of that yet. Um, LeBron 97, Kawhi 97, they're tied for the for the number one spot. Giannis MVP 96, Durant, even though he'll be out 96, Harden 96, Steph 95, AD 94, Paul George 93, Dame 92, Embiid 91, Kyrie 91, Jokic 90, Russ 90, Clay could not get into the 90s. I don't think he's ever gotten a 90. Never. I think Never. they give him an 89 every year and then Cat 89. What What were your thoughts on that? My thoughts were another video game agreed with me. Who are my top two players in the world that I always said in order? Yeah, LeBron and Kawhi. LeBron and Kawhi. Another video game agrees with me. Um, and then I always have a – I think KD is better than Giannis, but I'm fine with those top four, how they're ranked. The fact that – I mean, like you said, who were we just talking about earlier? That's um, Al Smith. The fact that KD is not going to be playing all season but is a 96, like, come on. What do you uh, have to do to get a 99 in 2K? Uh, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I just like, think it's to me, to me, it should be the best player should be 99. And it should go down from there. I guess they give like legends 99. That's maybe why. But like LeBron James is a legend, is he not? I think it's an ego thing. It's like how like how Dave Portnoy does pizza reviews and stuff. And like <laughs> he's never given above 9-3. It's just like, oh, uh, yeah. I can do I, – if my opinion holds value. But like right. they're just trying to – say that you got to work harder, you know? Yeah. Um, Paul George, 93, is interesting. He had a super year and, I guess, his shoulder injury. Steph not being in the 96 category, which is Giannis, KD, and Harden. I know you don't think he's, you know, the best player, but I think he's definitely in that category, is he not? Yeah, he probably is. He's He probably deserved a 96. Clay, can, can they just give the boy a 90? Like, no. come on. He's got to show that he has the ability to dribble the ball. And not just catch it and shoot it. That's let's talk true. about how Embiid is behind Anthony Davis. I'm sorry, I have to bring it up. I mean, if if you want to use the 2K agrees with your opinion, finally I can show you that everyone in the world knows and thinks AD is better than Embiid, and you're the only one because of your. I'm, I'm not guy. the only one. I live in a city full of other educated human beings. <laughs> that being Philadelphia. That's generous. But I mean. If you, I'm not, I don't have the stats in front of me, but you got to go back to the game where Embiid and AD went, played against each other last year, and Embiid just absolutely shut him down and balled on him. So like, one game. I don't understand our... what? One... No, no, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just giving an example that I can remember off the top of my head. But in general, like he's just so much more dominant. No, no shot. Um... <laughs> There's, he AD's just a better player. He this we'll find before out before his injuries and all that, which he will be injured, but so will Embiid. Yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be tough for you to maintain your Embiid is better than AD argument as you're rooting for AD the whole season for your West Coast squad. Um, have you thought about I how you're gonna sleep? I don't have a West Coast squad. I just enjoy the game of basketball. No, you have an obsession LeBron. with LeBron James and anything attached to him. That's not true, including body parts. All right. 
Um, my whoa, 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 whoa! My whoa. Birth, no, no, you're listening. My Jack. birthday no, listening. is on Tuesday. You're obviously not coming up to New York for it because you're a bad friend. Um, I have work, but I have work. We're going to be doing a giveaway for the Real Sports Fam because um, that's what we do. Even on my day of birth, we give back to the people. And how do we pay for those giveaways, Abe? Advertisements, baby. <laughs> we read some ads, so. Uh, this ad is from eight sleep and let's, let's hear what they have to say. Uh, look at world's tech leaders and high growth startup CEOs. I bet you wonder how in the world they have that kind of energy to do what they do. The answer will surprise you. The latest trend with top tech leaders is sleep optimization. While most Americans are not getting the sleep they need, tech founders and CEOs are optimizing their sleep to perform at peak level every day. And I'm not going to lie, I sleep for eight hours every day, even though it seems like I'm always up. You have to hear sleep. The first step, though, the pod by 8sleep. Shout out 8sleep, the ultimate sleep machine. The pod is the first and only high-tech bed designed to help you achieve peak mind and body performance. Are you looking to sleep deeper? The pod dynamically adjusts the temperature on each side of the bed so you're comfortable at night. Do you want to know your sleep intel? The pod tracks your biometrics while you sleep with no need for wearable tech. Do you want to sleep better? Enjoy personalized programs and coaching designed by experts guiding you towards true sleep fitness. I mean, this bed sounds like the Phil Jackson coaching you of beds. And I guess you just got to be the MJ and shut those eyes. Because the better you sleep, the better you everything. Try the pod for 100 nights. That's almost that's over three months. That'll get you to like halfway through football season. And if you don't love it, we'll refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. Only at eatsleep.com slash bluewire. They already sold out the first two batches, so they're going fast. For a limited time, you get $150 off your purchase when you go to eatsleep.com slash bluewire. Eight sleep, eight E-I-G-H-T, sleep.com slash bluewire. Hell of a read. Love how you can bring in football, football <laughs> season to that. Yeah. This ad actually is perfect for the past two brutal days of weather of 105 degrees in Philadelphia. But that just means it's summertime, and summertime is pool time. <laughs> All pool owners know the hardest thing about owning a pool is keeping the water safe. Testing your pool water? Sure, that can be easy. But figuring out what to put in it? That can be a pain. Well, Sutro has solved that problem. Sutro's free pool chemical calculator takes the hassle out of treating your pool. Our simple text-based interface allows you to test, text, and then treat your pool. Go to mysutro.com, S-U-T-R-O.com slash bluewire to sign up for Sutro's free pool calculator. If you own a pool or you have friends or family who do and you freeload on them for the summer and then ghost them for the winter, tell them about Sutro. It's the simple, safe, and convenient way to keep your pool water safe. Take the guesswork out of pool work with Sutro. Sign up free at mysutro.com backslash blue wire. Nice, nice, Abe. And shout out Blue Wire for always bringing us these deals. If you guys don't know, Blue Wire is the greatest podcast network. They have a bunch of other pods. They produce our pod. Shout out Charlie, our producer, and shout out Kevin, the CEO of Blue Wire. Um, so just plug in Blue Wire and you'll just end up with some good discounts. But let's hop into the Monday mailbag. Um, the first question. So I tell you guys to leave your Snap username, and my boy Glenn did not follow those rules. He just asked, "Can you play 2K Dash Glenn?" Um, and I, I we just talked about it, but I posted my story about how 
We're going to, um, when I move apartments in a month, I'm going to play 2K against the Real Sports fam. I would love Abe to get in on that. You guys can play against him. And we you could, don't want, Abe, you don't want the smoke. We, we don't could want do smoke. Abe and I against two members of the Real Sports fam. That would be cool. Um, I'm Abe, not passing you the ball. Let me, do you remember when we used to play 2K? What would happen? I'm the GOAT. Um, we would play online, obviously some janky internet connection, but I feel like whenever we played, it would come down to the last shot and like Andre Iguodala would hit a fadeaway too, or whoever I was, I think I would like play with the Sixers and, and actually use Iggy or I would use Chris Paul and whatever team he was on that year. We played some good games, so maybe we should play against the real sports. You've never beaten me. You've never beaten me. I mean, I, I have, but, uh, anyways, um, First question comes from our boy, whose birthday it actually is today, E. Sherman, 21. He asked, what will Julius Randle's average points per game be for the Knicks next season? You, you want to start? I mean, who cares is my first, <laughs> is my first um, note in regards to this. Like, I, why do we keep talking about the Knicks? Like, just because they're New York in the biggest market, we feel the need to talk about them but there's so much more good in the NBA than that shit show that's brewing in Madison Square Garden. (laughs) Now, Esherm, happy birthday, buddy, asked about Julius Randle, um, the highly coveted free agent that they've been talking about all past year. (laughs) They finally got him. You got our guy. You got your guy. It all paid off. Sure, he can average a a good amount. He averaged like 21 and almost nine rebounds last game. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, He's a good player on a brutal team. He'll take a lot of shots. He'll probably be inefficient. Um, we do know that crowded power forward position the Knicks have. Um, we have signing them all. five other power forwards. So who knows? Maybe his job's at jeopardy if a guy like, I don't know, Bobby Portis steps up to the plate. But bottom um, line is, who cares about Julius yeah, Randle and the New York Knicks? I could see him going above. I can see him going above his ad- averages last year and having an inflated good year and then getting a overpaid in two years when his next contract is up. Um, but, yeah, who cares? All right. Esherm, just because I want to answer for your birthday, I'm going 22.6 points per game next season. I think he'll be the next leading scorer. Um, and he's a good player. So, uh, shout out Esherm. Next question is from Falk Nerby 420 uh, He got asked, too. He asked, because the Bucks signed Giannis's brother, and then the Lakers just signed Giannis's other brother, he wants to know: Are the Bucks a championship caliber team or bust? I think the the easy answer is yes. They were, you know, two games away from the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and then is is Le- is Giannis going to the Lakers in twenty twenty one? I mean, sure, the Bucks are championship contending. Um, we all know how I feel in regards to them versus Sixers. But both of these signings are simply just a pitch for Giannis. Milwaukee's trying to do everything they can to get him to sign the extension. The Lakers are doing what the Lakers are doing um, and just showing every showing everyone their cards and just being blatant about their tampering. Um, and I love it. So why not go after Giannis? LeBron, after two years, I mean, he'll be there for more than two years. Um, with AD, you bring in Giannis. Uh, that could be some good basketball, don't you think? I mean, that would be a, a pretty freaking good team, especially. The answer, long story short, is both signings are irrelevant. Yes, both signings are irrelevant. They're just to make the the summer without football more fun. Um, I was looking at the Bucks roster. I knew they lost Brogdon, of course, but I didn't realize they signed Wes Matthews. That's a really good signing for them. Plus, they Big got Corver. And they just got Corver. Yeah, I, 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 they retooled. They essentially refilled Brogdon. Um, 
not defensively necessarily. But they also lost Miritich to a team not in the true, NBA. True, true, to Barcelona. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you think like Beal and AD are coming to the Knicks? What did I just say? <laughs> Stop bringing up the Knicks. Stop just pulling players out of your butt and saying, ooh, maybe they could be a Knicks. Okay. Like, no, I don't. Fair so drop enough. it. Miguel Cortez asks, because I also posted this on Real Sports, do you think Bronny and LeBron could have a chance of playing together? Um, it, may, it makes for a cool story and a cool picture. A lot of people said that, no, there's no chance because um, they already gave up all their draft picks uh, to, the Thunder, or to the Pelicans. But – by the time Bronny's in the league, I assume LeBron will be a free agent. I could see a situation where Bronny gets drafted and LeBron goes and plays there for a year. I mean, his whole thing has just – he went from this young kid with uh, no father and he had this inspiring journey. He couldn't get the title. Then he gets it done. Then he wins one for Cleveland to now he's kind of at the point where oh, – I, I never knew that. He What? I never knew all that about this <laughs> good basketball player. Yeah. Uh, and now he goes to L.A., and it looks like he's just there for fun. I mean, his Taco Tuesday thing is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's that's good That's good entertainment. That is ridiculous you entertainment. you got showing up. you got he's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Dude, it's family time. You just don't get it. And so that is to my point, though. He's become so focused, family-focused. Not that he wasn't before, but he now seems like anything – uh, any championships or basketball success is gravy on his career. And I could totally see him trying to hold out and then eventually play with Browning for at least a season. Um, I mean, the amount of social media clicks that'll get is going to be super. Yeah, why don't you, yeah, this guy's a family man. Arrest him. Like, come on. <laughs> he cares about basketball too. Like, don't sue the guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like what? Bronny's about to be a freshman in high school? Yeah, that team. They and, just, uh, dude, they NCAA just got like two more – superstar young kids to go with him and Zaire. Yeah, that, that's going to be musty TV. But, and then you have the, they're lifting the high school rule, I think in 2022, right? So he'll be eligible to come out in four years. LeBron will be what? 39. He's already been on the record saying he wants to play till he's 40 or it might be 40. Is he 35 or 36 right now? 36. He should be. So he'll be 40. He'll probably still be just coming out of his prime. So I don't <laughs> think it'll be time for the vet minimum. Um, it might cost a team, but it'll be worth it. It'll fill the stands. It will fill the stands. All right. That wraps up episode 13 of the Real Sports Pod. Like I said, my birthday, 23 on the 23rd, my MJ year, as the kids said. My MJ year. Who are other great number 23s besides LeBron and MJ? Like a funny one. Uh, Lou Williams. My Lou Will year. My skip to the Lou year. But we'll do a giveaway for the Real Sports fam. Uh, NFL draft, not draft, NFL preview coming soon, uh, NFL fantasy coming soon. Thank you, guys. And make sure you unsubscribe from the podcast and then resubscribe so that helps us out a ton. Thank you, Real Sports fam. Abe, any last parting words? Maybe a birthday wish to your best friend? Uh, nah, not yet. It's not your birthday. It's your it's your Jarrett Culver year, you know? My Jarrett you'll, you'll get a birthday. I'll, I'll text you happy birthday, but – Stop trying to get more clicks and people saying happy birthday to you. You want people to send you like an edible arrangement or something. But more importantly, football season's coming up, and that's what matters. Jack, there will be more birthdays, my friend. There will be more birthdays. And your favorite, there will be more highlights tomorrow night for my summer league games. Ugh, no. Oh, wait. Actually, 
I had it before you. No, nah, I think I think we'll just cut it off here. No, I had a kid DM me. Actually, he. Let me find this it. is the thing. He just wants the clicks. He wants the clout. No, I think he truly has a gen- a good opinion on things. And I, I disagree because I posted my game tying three on the story, and I had two people reply, and they were on the other team. So ah, perfect. So you just spoke some stupid stuff while um. I was pulling up this Instagram DM and I got a DM the other day from Will R-Y-B-K-A. Shout out, Will, because this made my day. Your pot is dope, but Jack needs to stop talking about his rec basketball games. Dot, dot, dot. Like no one cares. <laughs> Thank you for being I, the voice of the people, Will. I know Will cares. That's the best part. Will, we love you. Whether you don't want to care about my highlights or not, just because I would, I would, I would skunk you 11-0. Come meet me on the hardwood. Maybe you should play the blooper so we can see the full side of you. Fair. I'll give you the login. All right, Real Sports fam. It's been real. Peace. Peace.